maybe you were at some point, maybe you still consume a lot, but at some level you are a producer, meaning that you take value that doesn't exist and you create value. You connect people that weren't connected before. You offer things that other people don't offer, or you offer it better or in a different way. You're listening to The Isaac Velez Show, a podcast that inspires high performers to reach new heights and be better than their best. My name is Isaac, and I'm best known for my performance coaching, elevating elite athletes and entrepreneurs to unlock their full potential. On this podcast, I sit down and share vulnerable stories on my journey, lessons that I've learned, and I bring on high performers as guests to unlock new insights and share authentic conversations about what winning really looks like. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome everyone to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Show. I'm your host, Isaac. Today we're going to be talking about burning old branches so that new branches may grow. When it comes to change, there's a ratio in order to grow, and it's discomfort to growth. For one element of discomfort, you will get one element of growth, right? It's a, it's a per unit transaction, right? Think of it like buying something for a dollar. You get one thing for one dollar. That is the equation for growth. In theory, when it comes to how we approach growth and how it really happens, we have discomfort, which equals the necessary suffering in order to change. Then we have suffering, the added struggles that we add making the process more difficult. Think of it like a hard conversation with an employee, a coworker, or even a partner in a relationship. It comes from the aspect of you have these personal attacks or it feels personal. You're adding suffering to an already uncomfortable conversation. And so you're adding fuel to the fire, thus reducing the ratio. Instead of it being one-to-one, you might be having a suffering of four compared to a growth rate of one. And so in life, we want to minimize the unnecessary suffering so we can continue moving forward and minimize our own suffering and only choose to suffer on the things that matter most. Now, that doesn't always work that way. And so the question becomes... How does that work? How do we reduce that rate? That is one question we'll get into, but the main overarching theme is, how do we burn old habits, old ideas, old relationships, so that new ones may take its place? And when I say burn, I don't mean so in the arson sense of, you know, like burn things to the ground, like it's angry, it's bitter. I would advise, and I've learned this through, you know, reading books like Choose Your Enemies Wisely by Patrick but David talking about you shouldn't be burning bridges unnecessarily and almost no one ever needs to, right? You can close a deal, close a relationship, not by having to burn things down. And so what I've learned is that you can do all of this by starting inward and everything in life really starts inward because we all have the energy as the day starts and where we choose to focus on, that's where energy is going to flow. If we focus on the negativity, that's where it's going to go. We focus on bad relationships, you know, bad habits. That's where the energy is going to go. And so we don't have enough energy to grow in the ways that we do. And that's where some of the suffering comes from. It's undirected or badly directed energy going to areas that don't matter as much. And so we have to start burning these branches so, again, new branches can grow. And it really becomes this, you know, tree of life acronym where we've, you know, built our stages We've built the roots and the foundations of our life. And now we have this tree. And as we go through these seasons, there's going to be those branches that die off and no longer sprout leaves or fruit once spring comes. 
And those are the branches that we have to now cut off. We have to burn off. And that's going to be painful and uncomfortable. But ask yourself, is the pain of losing old branches, old habits, old people more painful than keeping them on and not being able to produce more fruit and better fruit? Because remember, we are all responsible for our tree. We're responsible for its growth, for its survival, and for how well it prospers and flourishes. But our families, the people that our businesses serve, the people that work in our business, the employees, all those people, they are sitting under your tree. They are sitting under my tree. And it is our responsibility to give them the best fruit that we can. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a consumer. Maybe you were at some point, maybe you still consume a lot, but at some level you are a producer, meaning that you take value that doesn't exist and you create value. You connect people that weren't connected before. You offer things that other people don't offer, or you offer it better or in a different way. You make people's lives better because you add value to people's lives. That is a producer. And so if you're listening to this again, you have to at some level be a producer, otherwise you wouldn't want to hear this message. And so if you're a producer, your job is to produce. It is to create. And so we're produce, our tree of life produces fruit for others to consume. The people that we care about, we want them to consume the best kind of fruit. Which is why personal development matters. Which is why focusing on ourselves matters. Because how do we expect to provide from others when we're not even providing for ourselves? If we haven't been watered, if we haven't been in that sunshine, trees aren't going to grow. If we don't get the nutrients of the right kinds of soil, the tree's not going to grow as well as it could. And so if we're neglecting those things, how do we have the rational expectation to provide for the others? And so this is something that I've thought about. And so when I think about it, right, I'm closing my eyes, I'm meditating on this idea. I'm realizing that it's always about being intentional. So if I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to close my eyes, right? If I'm thinking about being intentional, that I have to think about what the end outcome is. And then I have to think about, how can I break that down so the moment is pleasurable but in the right ways because I'm working towards the long term? And it's really a perception of long-term thinking. And I have found this pattern with successful people. As a side note, the people that I know to be most successful, their time horizons are different than other people. People with less success, they focus on what's going to happen next week, next tomorrow, this weekend, maybe a couple weeks or a month. People that are successful, their time horizons are years, even decades sometimes, because the picture is so big that they know they need the time to achieve it. And so what I've realized is, you know, the long-term success, the long-term play is focusing on what can I do now to make the long-term better? And what can I do now that makes the long-term better that doesn't take away from the short-term? Finding a way to coexist in the present while making plans for the future, because I have done a a better job at looking to make plans in future thinking, but I've done a much far less good job. I've said a lot of words. I've done a less good of a job in living in the present because of it. And I've noticed that not only just by reflecting on my own self, but in relationships. I see that sometimes, you know, especially with my partner, like this is an example. I sometimes want to always have this forward momentum because forward momentum matters a lot to me. I always want to be making progress and moving towards my goals. And sometimes that makes my partner feel a little rushed because she's not on that same kind of bandwidth. She doesn't see it that same way, which again, there's nothing wrong with. 
But that grounds me in a moment of thinking, saying, am I rushing through this so much that maybe I myself am not enjoying the full journey? Now, of course, there's both sides of it. And so there's things that I take, there's things that I don't take. But the lesson is, again, when you're looking to serve the people that you care about, taking those insights can be very valuable because, you know, the saying is, if you want to go far, you go together. If you want to go fast, you go alone. But humans aren't creatures of isolation. We're creatures, we're creatures of community, of stories, of collectivism. We want to be part of a group. That's how we survive as a species. And so to tie this really back to what we're talking about today, burning off old branches so that new ones may grow is you making the hard decisions today so tomorrow is better. It's you reframing your pain and pleasure centers. Psychology talks about this a lot. We either move away from pain or towards pleasure. Stoicism has done a fantastic job of reframing that. It's the same thing. It doesn't change the psychology because it is accurate. But it says, what if instead of pleasure being short-term gratification and pain being long-term gratification, what if it was switched? What if we said pain is how I'm going to feel after eating, you know, junk food or processed food? What if pain was not spending enough time with my kids? What if pain was not taking risk and starting a business that could change the world? What if pleasure was working out and feeling all those endorphins and knowing how I feel? What if pleasure was not saying no to this so I could spend more time with my family, the people that I really care about? What if pleasure was eating healthy foods that maybe didn't taste as good, but made you feel good? Reframing is one of the most powerful techniques because it doesn't actually require material change. It doesn't require the world to bend to your will or for circumstances or luck to be in your favor. Most of the change that has happened to me is because I've reframed my thinking and it has given me the gift of more meaning and more fulfillment. It started when I realized that I wasn't where I wanted to be, but I could be better. And that spark of hope lit the flame that became the fire of my personal development journey. And that fire has changed in many ways. I am by no means close to the person I used to be because I have grown tremendously. And I thank every moment of adversity for me to be where I am. So what if you did that? What if you were grateful for adversity, grateful for challenges? What if we looked as pro to problems as the best blessing and opportunity we could have received? What is a life without problems? What is a life without struggle? Sitting on beaches for 70 years, just chilling. That sounds so great. Maybe for a week or two, maybe for, a, maybe for a year for some people. When you look back at your life, what stands out to you? It's not the pleasures that you've granted yourself. You're not thinking about all the vacations. You might be thinking about the experiences, but you're not thinking about the vacation itself. You're thinking about what you've done, what you've accomplished, the people's that, lives that you've impacted. Because when you look back and you don't see that, it's going to be a little empty. And so again, we want to not only admire people that have lives holistically, not just success that we would want to admire. And we want to make sure, are we working towards the long term? Or are we working towards what we want now? Are we working towards the mission of a bigger picture? Or are we just focusing on humanistic short-term gratification and desires? And if you go towards the latter, I'm not judging you. It's not my place to judge you. But ask yourself what's more important to you 
And whatever's more important, make sure you're holding yourself accountable to it. It's all about holding ourselves accountable to what matters most. And that starts with being intentional with our energy, intentional with our time, intentional with our focus. I really hope you guys are doing fantastic. Again, we're moving into the new year. It's a time for growth. It's a time for change. It's a time to do the things that you want to do. And it's a time to reflect, see where we've been, see where we're going. Just a quick, you know, bit before we end the episode, I am incredibly grateful for what I do. And the platform has changed so much over the past three years that we've been pretty much recording this. You know, it started with me sitting in a room in my office and not in an office with a USB microphone that I got off Amazon and just speaking my thoughts about the high value man, the modern gentleman. I remember saying the word right 160 times in an eight, nine minute episode. And just seeing where we've come as a group, not just my growth, but yours and our growth is an absolute beautiful thing. And this platform has always had the intention of improving at least one person's life. And as long as we continue to do that, we will always be here. It may take different forms, but it will always have the same goal, making one person's life better. And if we can't change more, then I will go for more. But I never forget about the one person. Because the small things in life do really matter. Your support is greatly appreciated. The feedback that you give is greatly appreciated. And if this has impacted your life in a significant way, I ask that you send our team an email. Support at IsaacAntonioVelez.com It means a lot to us when we hear from you guys about what you're doing and where you've been and the changes that have happened in your life. We ask that you share this episode with someone that you know that could really benefit from hearing this message. If you have guests that you would want featured here, send them to our email as well, and we can look into talking to these people. Go on YouTube, go on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, follow the podcast, like the podcast, give it a review. All these things may seem trivial to you, but to us it means the world, because all we care about at the end of the day is impact. There's a lot of stuff that comes with impact, but impact is our bottom line. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Veni, Vidi, Vici, I came, I saw, I conquered. That concludes today's episode of The Isaac Velez Show. If you gained any value from today, we'd be grateful if you share the episode and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you were looking to get more involved with us, Visit our website, www.isaacantoniovelez.com and follow us on Instagram for daily content. See you in the next episode.